Hi, this is J.P. Salibi. I am a functional medicine physician in South Carolina, and this is part two of our three-part series on thyroid disorder. We'll be talking about testing and management in this episode, and this is Whole Body Health with Dr. Salibi. For much in mainstream medicine, a TSH and a T4 make up most of what practitioners will test, but in functional medicine and integrative, we actually test much more than that. It's a more comprehensive testing, which involves high sensitivity TSH, T3 and or free T3, T4 and or free T4, reverse T3, TPO antibody titers, thyroglobulin antibody titers. Sometimes we also check for thyroid receptor antibodies. And additionally, we can check elements like iodine, selenium, iron, and magnesium. Sometimes it's appropriate to check other hormones like your estrogens, estradiol, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, cortisol, prolactin, and thyroid or thyrotropin releasing hormone. Occasionally, we will also test the GI tract or GI mapping for dysbiosis, homocysteine, MTHFR, which is a genetic test. And we can also map out cortisol levels via cortisol mapping, which is done with saliva. T4 is the inactive or storage hormone, which predominates and is mostly released from the thyroid gland. But for it to become active, an iodine atom needs to be removed to make T3, which happens in the peripheral tissues, such as muscle, bone, brain, liver, kidneys. So there is a proper ratio of free T3 to reverse T3. Think of reverse T3 as the kind of lazy twin brother of T3. It is created by accident in the body. And if it is too prevalent, then you basically have a situation where it overpowers T3 at the receptor level and you become transiently, functionally hypothyroid. Ways and lab tests to check for thyroid function. One of them is called basal body temperature measurements or BBT. That's where you stick a thermometer under your tongue three hours after you wake up and you plot it on a graph. And if you tend to run cold, like below 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, you might be hypothyroid. If you run higher than that, you might be hyperthyroid. So that's a very good test and it's probably as accurate or even more accurate than some of the blood tests we look at. Few agents that interfere with thyroid function. A lot of them are medications, things like tapazole or amiodarone, which is used for heart disturbance, high-dose lithium. There are other things like beta blockers and tricyclic antidepressants, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors like Prozac can all interfere with the thyroid function. Antibiotics like rifampin, diabetic medications like metformin, and a lot of antiretroviral or antiviral therapies, antacids, cholesterol drugs, iron supplements, and proton pump inhibitors like Prilosec can also impact thyroid function. There are many more. Some actually increase function, like low-dose naltrexone can actually make things work better. Some hormones, like progesterone, testosterone, may make the thyroid hormones perform better, whereas estrogens have the opposite effect. Other elements that can affect the thyroid in a positive way are things like selenium and iodine, but biotin and L-carnitine, especially in high doses, can interfere. And Boswellia serrata, which is also referred to as frankincense, can have a positive effect on the thyroid. 
However, there seems to be no evidence that ivermectin used in the treatment of COVID has any negative effect on the thyroid. You don't have to run to your laboratory to have blood drawn to check your thyroids and other hormones. There are some kits available that you can purchase online that can assess your thyroid functions by a mere pinprick and applying a drop of blood on some blotting paper. That's enough to check a full panel of thyroid as well as cortisol levels, DHEA, and other hormones. You can also use saliva sampling four times throughout the day to map out your cortisol curve that checks the health of your adrenal glands. Then you do not need a prescription for purchasing these tests online. In some states, you will have to get a doctor's prescription for these kits. Several ways to replace thyroid hormones, and one should think of it as more of replacement therapy or hormone replacement therapy versus taking a drug. However, there are some synthetics, usually T4 only, like levothyroxine or Synthroid, Teracent, Unithroid are brand names. There are also sort of synthetic T3 only agents like Cytomel or Lyothyronine, Thymogen, and Thyrolar. There are also some natural agents. Natural agents are usually a combination of T3 and T4 and many other T2, T1, and calcitonin. Things like that are armor thyroid, which is from the desiccated glands of pigs raised for that purpose. There are also agents that are called NP thyroid, WP thyroid, Natrethroid, Westroid, and then there's thyroid gold, which is an agent from specially bred cows in New Zealand and Australia that are from the bovine thyroid gland. Estimated that only 10% of women respond very well to Synthroid or T4 only therapy. Therefore, the majority of patients will respond better to a more natural, more comprehensive thyroid replacement therapy. The reason being is that T4 only therapy requires your body to convert to the active T3, and there are certain conditions that can limit that. Whereas natural desiccated thyroid, whether from porcine or pig or bovine cow thyroid glands or by USP grade T3 and T4 combinations in compounded prescriptions cover more bases and are better for folks about 90% of the time better than standard synthetics. If you're interested to learn more about thyroid function, hyper and hypothyroidism, please refer to our first episode, which lists a bunch of resources available to you online and in book form to further your knowledge. This ends our second episode on thyroid. Stay tuned for our third episode coming up. And again, this is Whole Body Health with Dr. Salibi. See you next time.